Welcome to Caffeine Confessionals. This is the Double Agents Episode 7 Recap Podcast. My name is Alan Aguirre. Here is my classy Canadian challenge fan host, Miss Nikki Sin. Hello, I'm back. I know the one week without me was a lot for some people, but don't worry, I'm here again. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to give out a shout out to Luke. He does our thumbnails for the podcast episode recaps and filled in last week. He is a glorious man. He's very handsome. Just, just a great all-around person. And, and shirtless, I hear. No, unfortunately, he did not do a shirtless, <laughs> despite the demands of many, even though I did not ask him to. <laughs> you should have given the people what they want. Oh, easily. Easily, yeah. <laughs> On to the challenge. Uh, we had a good episode. We, again, it's been a B minus to B plus every episode this season. And I felt yeah. like it continued the trend again. I I really liked this episode, especially like the farther it got towards the end of the episode, which makes it sound like I really wanted it to end. But oh, this elimination! I I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, the so we start the episode with the aftermath of last week's elimination, in which Kyle and Corey are just telling Jay flat out, like, "Yo, dude." We're not like friends anymore because like you just blindsided us for no reason. You didn't tell us. You didn't do anything. And they just put yeah. it on the table. And and Jay is almost surprised. It's like, no, no, it was. But but Teresa's the one that wanted to do it. It's like, yeah, but you went along with it. And it was very obvious that Jay had ample opportunity to be like, listen, you might go in. He could have at least lied him and like, it's a maybe. That's like the difference between Survivor and the challenge where you don't tell someone when you're blindsiding them on Survivor. And when you do it, they're gone forever. On the challenge, both these men came back. Yep. It's it. Nothing went well for Jay in this scenario. Everything went great for Teresa, but nothing went well for Jay. And then Leroy comes out and he's just like he tells Jay, like, like hey, uh, this is my last season. If it's the last thing I do, you're going home first. And it's very interesting to see because Leroy is one of the most passive players in like challenge history. And he's yeah. like, I'm in love now. This is the woman I ride or die for. I love it. You're you're dead. You're dead. Like it's, it's like, I'm sorry, man. It it's like I don't try much because it's easy not to try, but because I am now, you're gonna die. <laughs> I I love love and I love Camroy. Camroy love is that's the love for me. And Teresa tries to shut it down, and it doesn't really work. And it's it's funny, though, because I, I don't know what she thought she was solving. The next morning, she has uh, breakfast with CT, and she pokes CT by being like, so, uh, you know, if you're going to make a big move, would it, would it be Darrell? And CT is like, yeah, it would be Darrell. I would try to vote in Darrell. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, that would work for my game. Yeah, that, that gets me closer to a million dollars, so... I'll agree with that. And she was obviously the one that made the move. She made the, you know, she went for it. She was like, how about Darrell? So what's funny is that last week I've talked about how she's been pulling moves from Wes and Laurel this entire season. The notebook. And this, like, the way she's playing the game with her moves, who she's aligning with, like, rookies specifically. And this was another Wes move because I remember the scene from X's two where West goes to Jordan and he's all like, so are you a bigger D head than Teresa is a B word? And Jordan says, Oh, she's a bigger B word. 
he then uses that against Jordan oh. when talking later and creates drama and a scene there. And Teresa uses that same thing. It's like, oh, did you not say you wanted to vote in Darrell? It's their gameplay is strange because Teresa and Wes are always like, no, no, like we're not alike. And but they they truly are the way that they play the game. And I think it's definitely based on um, their, I don't know, their romantic connection using some air quotations here in, in past seasons. Yeah. I, I think it it's sort of like an old school or not old school, more so mid mid school. Yeah, Teresa but, was famous for like never playing politics and being terrible at it. And then she had the one season with Wes where Wes was running all the politics for them. And, you know, she was like, wow, this is fantastic. Oh, my God, we're doing so well. Yeah. And right now she's using his plays because that's what she's seen has worked. At the same time, uh, she's also learning like, oh, my God, it is hard being Wes because you have to deal with all these repercussions. And it's one of those things where it's like, how does he make big move after big move and just exist? I I'd really like to see, you know an old school player like like Bananas or Wes or, you know, or Teresa in this situation, really make a big move and then stand by it. Because Teresa is sort of, she's like, okay, let's like, let's throw in Darrell. You know, let's, I'm going to get Cam in. I'm going to do this. Let's get Ashley out. And then she's all, you know, she's all puffed out in her chest when she does her confessionals. And then when someone approaches her about it, she's like, no, I didn't say that. No, it was this person. That's the tough part of being in that role. It's why, like, one person has been able to do it for 20 years or 15 yeah. years. And it's you can't just jump into that role, especially because people don't expect it from you. And once you do it, it just sets off a big chain reaction. Yeah. it Things things aren't looking good for Teresa. And thus are not looking good for Jay. At the same time, I love this version of Teresa because, like, it feels as though she had, like, a challenge bucket list where after X's 2, she had, she created the family, you know, she has the kids and everything now. But you can tell there's this little bit of, bit of her. It's like, no, yeah. I want to I wanna play the game. She even threw out the I'm not here to make friends line. Oh, which is <laughs> such a classic in, you know, like, reality TV, competitive reality TV. It's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. I haven't heard that on the challenge in a while, honestly. And I was like, oh, great. This is fantastic. <laughs> I, it's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> it's such a big, big brother line, too, where they're like, you know, I'm not I'm not here to make friends or like, you know, fall in love. Like, I'm here to make money. And I'm like, but it's it's my you least... need friends. No, yeah, it's my least favorite line on The Bachelor, but it's my favorite line used on the challenge. Because I'm like, yeah, you're actually trying to win something here. I mean, obviously, trying to win a man on The Bachelor, but that's not I don't know if that's are you winning? Yeah, are you? Are you? If you're competing on The Bachelor. Yeah, exactly. The Ooh. daily challenge <laughs> that happens. And we have a really aesthetically cool daily challenge where players have to be on a cargo net. They're competing in heats of five. Uh, you have to knock your opposing players off the net. The, the net that is hanging from a helicopter. Yeah, from, from a helicopter over <laughs> I water. Know. And if you get knocked, I mean, the team that wins the fastest are like, the team with the last person on the net in the fastest amount of time wins the daily challenge. Uh, I don't know if it was fastest overall team, but because the men themselves all DQ'd. Oh, and it was what a pathetic showing for them. Yeah, wow. it was. 
Well, looking back, so in the first heat, it's Casey, Anissa, Big T, Cam, and Nani. And Casey wins. She knocks off Anissa, Cam, and Nani. But after the Anissa knockoff, I think that Cam and Nani just threw it to Casey quietly. Uh, I didn't think so when I was watching in the moment, but then I realized, like, wait a minute. Oh, she's Leroy's partner, and that's, you know, Cam. You know, Cam and Leroy, that's a thing. And Nani and Casey are, like, number one allies on the female side. Yeah, and Nani and Leroy are aligned. Yeah, exactly. So to me, it was just like, in the moment, I was like, wow, Casey's really strong. And looking back, I'm like, I think they just threw it to her. Yeah, and it's also like, Anissa didn't super have a reason to pull a win. Yeah, she was also at the bottom of the... and Anissa both have gold skulls. Yeah, and poor Big T. She just got, like, shot put off. (laughs) She had no chance. I don't think Big T... I think Big T just dropped. I don't think she, like... But I didn't see... Woo! Yeah, that was the best part of this challenge, is that even though it was kind of boring in execution, every single time someone fell off the net, it looked cool. The second female heat was Amber M, Amber B, Lolo, Teresa, and Gabby. In this heat, Teresa comes up with the plan, like, hey, rookie gals... Let's all throw it to me because there's a target on me. And you know I'm not going to put you in as a double agent. Along with that, I'm also going to make a smart play for us. And I'm going to give you your opponent of your choice. The rookie girls accept because they're like, well, that already means that we won't have to go up against Teresa. Or we won't have to, you know, it, it helps our chances if someone that is our ally is the double agent. But Teresa doesn't discuss this plan once again with her partner, Jay, who it- does affect yeah i mean they already had the target on them so it's a good move to make that play it it, it is a very west play as well where like he's done that in the past with rookies where they just helped him get the win and then amber b decides i'm not gonna throw it to you which is smart considering they had the conversation earlier in the day so amber b in some way saved Darrell. Even though she she's did. still lost. Yeah. And she one... got camera time. And she got camera time. She's <laughs> on the show now. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking if Big T... If Big T is in that heat instead of Amber B, then Teresa wins that in like 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. She would just sort of like boot her off. Well, Big T's also like aligned with team. Teresa. So that, that whole rookie girl alliance would have just fell in line. And we would have had a way different episode. It was a good try by Teresa, I think. Valiant effort. I think if she wanted it to happen in that way, she should not have tried to make herself win. She should have tried to make uh, probably a Gabby win. I think Amber B would have probably agreed, like, hey, uh, we're all dropping and Gabby's going to get the win today. If, if they had done that, then I think everyone would would have. I think Amber B would have fell in line because she's like, I don't trust you, Teresa, because you're a strong player, and I'm hearing stuff. But I trust Gabby because why? Why would you not trust Gabby? Yeah, and I think it would have been that would have been better for Teresa and Jay's game too. They would have been the house. A less shady move. Yeah. 
They would have been the house vote, but then Gabby would have given them who they wanted in elimination, at least. Yeah. Which I now I wonder who it would have been. It probably would have been Teresa and uh, Jay versus Josh and who's Josh? Josh and Nani. Oh yeah, I because I think Jay, I, th- I think Jay would Nani. be like Jay would see that as like yo I I could beat Josh in an elimination. I think Jay could you know do Unless that. Unless it were a crying elimination, then. Josh stands a pretty good chance. There's that challenge from uh, I Love Money 2, I think it was, where people had to yell as loud as they can. And the I person who yelled louder knocked the other person <laughs> off the platform. And Josh would kill that. If it was some sort of thing where, like, you had to, like, cry the most and, like, fill up the tank of your, like, you know, your opponent so that they had to, like, swim out, Josh would have had it. MTV, call us up. We've got we've got really good elimination set up. In the end, Casey and Leroy win by a second, and it's another win for America's most boring team. Uh, they are they're great together, but they are they're very boring together, and they killed the show. Yeah, it's not 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 so much for me. <laughs> I, I like them in that the sense that they feel like, hey, I've had another partner for one week and it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the person who like you live together with for like five years, but you don't really ever talk to. You're like, oh. are you guys close friends? They're like, no, but they don't really make a mess. They they, they clean up after themselves. Yeah. They got me, yeah, like, they got me this nice keychain for my birthday. They're cool. You know? They've they've never finished all of my food and then not bought me more. <laughs> yeah. There's always milk in the fridge. Yeah, it's like it's like you know, you, you, when you've had a bad relationship, that stability it's just good to have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad the milk's always there. <laughs> After the challenge, uh, they have they kind of go to the club. And I love their their club. <laughs> yeah, I love it too. Um. And one of my favorite things is how they put the tape over the Diet Cokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they like to make it look like a beer. And so, like, they have a scene where Teresa's just sitting by herself, just sipping on a Diet Coke. And I'm like, damn, Teresa's just sipping a beer, just chilling by herself. And I'm like, oh, that's a Diet Coke. That's a lot less menacing. Yeah. And, you know, production was like, okay, just like go sit by yourself for a minute. It was like, can I talk to my friends? And they're like, no. Yeah, she has a conversation with Darrell where she's like, where they go over what happened in the Daily Challenge. Darrell doesn't believe her. Then she goes over to Amber. They have it out. Amber gets screen time for the first time. She defends herself against Teresa. Good for her. It, yeah, good for her. It, it really didn't equate to much, but it was just good to see Amber B exist because she hasn't existed for six weeks. Yeah. And I'm hoping she'll start to get, you know, further screen time, as opposed like like Teresa has. Another small detail I liked, or just like not even detail, but as Teresa is walking away from Amber, uh, Nani is dancing with a wine glass in one hand and a Diet Coke in the other, and then she hands the wine glass to Amber B, and it was just it felt like such a vibe. I don't know. Oh, uh, Queen Queen Nani. It was also Nani's birthday this week. 
Happy birthday, Nani, as this is a Nani Stan account. Queen Nani. If Nani is still on TV in eight weeks, then like her 10 year anniversary on the challenge is or on MTV is coming up. The same goes for Leroy. I think the real world Las Vegas debuted March 2011. Might be kind of cool for Leroy to bring uh, Nani onto his, his YouTube show, his YouTube channel with Cam. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe, maybe get some other people from that season of the real world, which was an iconic season. Let's get Mike Mike on there. What's he up to? I mean, as of like a few years ago, him and Mike Mike were still close. They still would talk every now and then. Their relationship's awesome. I think who, whose wedding did they all go to? Mike, um, was it Mike's wedding that they all went to? I think it was I remember, Mike's wedding. I remember there was a picture like four years ago where it was like Adam Royer, Nani, uh, Cook were all in the picture together. And it was just wild to see them all together. I really, I'm, I'm still gunning for a Paula and Mike Mike for, for exes. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, that would be the dream. I mean, they're both married now. They would be pretty boring, but one of the weirdest couples in challenge history. Oh, so strange. Definitely like a, a circumstantial thing, like situational flirting. <laughs> At the club, uh, Devin, out of just pure boredom, decides just to, like, talk crap to Fessy. And like always. He's always, like, you know, heck with Big Brother. I love it. I love it this season because, like, he's just... There's no reason to do it this episode. Nah. And he, he just starts poking at Fessy, just poking and poking and poking. And Fessy loses in my argument because, like, he wants to actually attack Devin. <laughs> And it, there was something so nonchalant and transparent about what Devin was doing that yeah. I that I enjoyed it so much. It was just like, dude, Fessy, come on, don't get angry. He's he's not even saying that much right now. I and I thought Fessy, as he said earlier when he had a discussion with Corey, he's I thought he was such an introvert. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, claiming I'm he's actually gonna be, an introvert. He's claiming he's gonna beat all these people's asses. Even Josh, who's like holding him back. Uh, as that scene's going on, I love that Kyle keeps like getting like giddy. He's like kind of like hop- hopping up and down with a smile on his face. Yeah. And and you can see in the background too, Jay is smiling because he's like, "Oh my god, am I not going to get voted into elimination because <laughs> something happens right here?" He's like, "Oh man, come on, escalate, escalate further." Oh yeah, and he's like pushing for it to to happen more. And Kyle's sort of been trained reality TV wise, like from Jordy Shore. To he's like yeah let's I I'm ready for things to kick off you think you think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get on this on this fight I want Kyle, it Kyle has no f's given at this point too because he's just like look like and like we're, we're, we're like we're we're going for it we're fighting and we're like we're we're just gonna have fun we're not gonna care we're not gonna worry about the little stuff we're we're just embracing what's going on right here. Uh, <laughs> What I love is that with this, like this, this fight that's going on, you know, you're rewatching. Are you the one? I'm rewatching Jordy Shore. So we've got a good, we've got a good uh, backstory for both of them. Yeah, they. Uh, he gets Josh gets a uh, fessy outside. He's like, no, 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 don't, don't beat his like ass. Like, just like go to sleep. This is what he does. This is what he does. Yeah, as He's if an like, 
Yeah, as if Devin didn't get Josh like this like three episodes earlier, so he kind of understands. Still uh, hasn't answered that math problem. <laughs> Devin decides to moon them. <laughs> Which I, I'm an adult, you know. I like to think I'm a mature adult, you know, sort of. That was funny. Mooning is still funny. It just Devin's face also the whole time through it where he's just like, he really does not care. He also understands like, oh my god, I could never be fussy in a pole wrestle or a final. But if he punches he calls me... himself a layup. Yeah, he called himself a layup. It was fantastic. He's like, but if Fessy punches me, then he's out and I'm in. Yeah. But that's not really how it turned out. What's funny is that Josh comes back in the room and like him and Kyle throw a jab at, at Josh. Josh throws a glass of water at Devin from behind uh, while his back what a is bad turned. Girls club move. And Josh I was really... in for Bad Girls Club. <laughs> I was real annoyed since it hit the camera. It was impeding my vision of the show. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to see what's going on. And Josh is like, nope. It hits Kyle. And Kyle is like upset. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, you can disrespect Devin, but you cannot disrespect me. Yeah. And he's like, what do I have to do with this? Yeah. Josh calls him out. He's like, oh, I'd beat your like whatever. And I'm like, dude, I've seen Kyle fight on the dirty shore. I've seen him in headbangers. You don't want that smoke. No. And I don't think they understand, like, the temperaments of, like, the UK people. You know, we've seen we've seen Bear kick off. I've seen a lot of casual fighting on those UK shows. Oh, and I love it. Like, you, like we saw Melissa go right for Cam. It's Josh should get turned inside out by Kyle. Like, Kyle, Kyle's oh, ready yeah. to fight. Josh should that... get turned inside out by Melissa and Vienna. <laughs> calling it now after the after josh and kyle get separated devin comes in real calm he's like hey i want to have a civil conversation josh is not having it he's like when i count to three you better be gone and he counts to three and devin's like well why would i leave because if i leave that makes you look better because <laughs> he was like why would he leave uh it's true josh pushes him and you could feel devin also like throw himself back as he's pushed to make it look more violent. <laughs> but like that's a solid move. And that's and that's something that I feel like is brought more from the old school challenge episodes where it's like they're like, no, hit me. No, I want you to hit me. Yeah. Hit me. You're just gonna get thrown off. Do it. You know, uh someone a past winner whose name I don't want to state, um, but rhymes with Manila. Um you know, she always used to pull moves like that. She's like, no, hit me. Just hit me. Yeah, it was uh, it was just funny because, like, he tried it. He tried to throw himself backwards even more to make it look more violent. And then there was, there was a couch. And then there was a really comfy couch. And it was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a very, like, UK footballer move where they're like, whoa! Yeah, I, I loved it, too, because... Man, I, I wish there was like a table, like 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 he fell into a table and like knocked over some glasses, and then maybe flipped the table over, and then it would have been like, oh, Josh, you're going home. I I wanted that, and it's weird because I sort of expected security to like take Josh away for the night. You know how they'd like bring them off to like stay in a hotel away from everyone. Yeah, you gotta feel bad when someone throws a push like that, and security's like, ah, they're okay. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, but I pushed him. You're like, yeah, but you know, it's kind of like a the paper cut of <laughs> of, of the shoving world. What's it's the, Josh. 
what's the Big Brother All Stars moment with James Ryan where uh, Janelle rips the v- the Otev thing from his hand and he shows like his pinky with like the littlest like chip on his nail and he's like, "This is assault." <laughs> and it's assault from Janelle. <laughs> I think not. After this night, I was actually really impressed that Devin apologized to Gabby because he's like, hey, uh, I was just having fun last night. I'm sorry because you're not a bad person. And I usually my partners are bad people, so I don't really care about doing this. But yeah, you're you're a good person. And I'm sorry. He would not have apologized to Tori. No, no. He he gaslight Tori being like, where was my partner supporting me? (laughs) Yeah. Why didn't you push Josh? (laughs) <laughs> come you didn't start fist fighting nani like at the same time if 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 devin were to do that tori would be attacking him in that moment so yeah tori <laughs> would have pushed devin it wouldn't have been josh tori would have been like send me home so yeah we'll it was a break up with jordan so i can get with sassy send me home after the liberation uh devin actually says like sorry to everyone in the house for being loud and stuff like that. <laughs> and it's just so funny because Josh and Fessy don't apologize at all. They don't say anything. Josh wasn't like, hey, sorry that it got to a point where things got physical. Like It, it shouldn't have got to that point. Devin keeps winning this season and it's the most inexplicable thing ever. It's bizarre to me because I, you know, I've been very open about my opinions on him. Um, they're not, they're not the most flattering. He's, he's been awesome this season, though. But he's he's bringing the good TV. Good TV and also being a logical, reasonable person in most of them. It's very, like, like five seasons, ten seasons ago, Wes. Yeah. it's He's killing it right now. Uh, at the deliberation itself, Teresa, she realizes, you know, they're the biggest target in the house. She's like, well... It was CT who was going after Darrell. CT is like, well, that's true, but I'm going to vehemently deny it. And as, I'm gonna... as I would too, I'd be like, no. Oh, he's, wasn't he's me. Like, you're you're going to trust Teresa, the girl who's making all these blindsides, and he uses that against her. And, and it worked. They basically just both went for the shaggy approach where they're like, well, it wasn't me. I'm like, yeah, but we heard you talking by the counter, and they're like, was wasn't me? I do it's like, like that. by the sofa. Wasn't me? I do. I do like that. Teresa was even like, I was wearing the Lululemon shirt. I was doing this. <laughs> I was taking notes of it. That's some like real ser- serial killer type stuff that doesn't like. Yeah. Like there's something simultaneously so cool about it, and also so like, not like so sketchy about that. It was it was a bit much. She's like, I know exactly what sweater. I know what time. I know what I was like, the beverage I was drinking, like how many sips I've had from the cup. I was like, oh, all right. It's becomes a like a Devin Gabby versus Teresa uh, J vote, which isn't a good thing for them. Uh, the votes actually come out 12 to 7 in the favor of. Well, I guess not in the favor of. It makes Jay and Teresa the double agents, or the compromise agents, or whatever they call them. <clears throat> they have so many terms that were like, I don't know, the the people going into elimination. I... Of the people that voted for them, uh, the rookie girls turned on Teresa. 
And that's because they had to save one of their own, Gabby. Because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the people who didn't vote for Teresa and Jay were uh, Fessy, because he hates Devin. Josh and Nani, because they hate Devin. Nam and Lolo, because Nam is apparently very close to uh, Jay, apparently the best friends in the house. And Jay and Teresa. Them- missed all that. And Jay and Teresa themselves. I think the only way that they could have avoided being the house vote, either of them, was by uh, getting together all the rookie girls and voting in Fessy and Anissa. Uh, all other options I tried to like map out, and people are just too connected. They have too many friends. Uh, I don't think people want to face Fessy in elimination, though, like the guys at least. So maybe they wouldn't have gone on with that plan. Other than that, though, because it becomes Teresa versus the rookie girls, the rookie girls are obviously going to stay together versus the person who is adjacently aligned with them. Yeah. I guess I sort of thought there was maybe a chance that Gabby and Devin were going to go in. But then also a part of me was like, maybe they'll get voted in and then, you know... Josh and Devin have to face like the repercussions for their their like physical altercation, if you if you really want to call it that their their paper cut move. We found out after the fact that because of all the men who DQ'd in the daily challenge, which was everyone except for Michi, I think, because I think he just fell. <laughs> uh, uh, their votes were voided for the double agent stuff, and that didn't really matter at all. It actually made I think the vote more in favor. Of Jay and Teresa, if anything, I thought it was going it was going to like really affect it because the way that TJ announced it, he because TJ was big mad about it as he should be. Like after the the daily challenge, he was like, "You guys suck." I thought it <laughs> I thought it was real weird to do to the double the double agents because they thought that that something would be completely different. I mean, why would you show them the screen with who the compromised agents are if you're just going to change it right there? I feel like the double agents this season as a whole have been just kind of, I don't know, not screwed over, but, oh, TJ's not going to tell you whether it's a female or a male elimination. Oh, we're gonna, we might switch the compromised agents on you on the fly. Like, come on, dude. Like, let's give these winners something. Yeah, I really think that um, along with the the double agents getting to see who voted for who, I think they should get to see whether or not it's a men's or a women's elimination. And then they can, like they can choose whether or not to tell people that or to go in themselves. Agreed. It sort of lessens the chance of like someone wanting to go in if they're not sure if it's a men's or women's elimination. Like if your partner already has a gold skull, you're not going to want to go down there. It's been, I don't know, a season as a whole that doesn't really make sense at times, but it's still been entertaining. I feel like they're like really testing out all these different uh, gameplays and all these different uh, situations that they put them in. It's led to good television, but not in a good formatted way. It's, it's very week to week. Yeah. I would, I would like this if it was, if it was a different show. Do you know what I mean? Like if it wasn't the challenge and it was just some like other competition, yeah, I if it wasn't a show that better. I was so invested in love, I'd be very yeah. cool with this. <laughs> it, w- it would be like a show that I would, like a different show that I would watch. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I wouldn't be wearing the hoodie for it. <laughs> Moving on to the elimination, and Leroy gets to the stage. He decides that, you know, if it's something that looks good for him, he's going to go in and try and get his skull. Uh, it is the same game that Ashley and Natalie played in, and it's the same game he dominated on Nexus 2. Even though this elimination yeah. is in some ways built for Jay as a rock climber with really low body weight and like really good you know, strength compared to his body weight, uh, Leroy is confident. He puts himself in there, and holy crap. <laughs> One of... In it's now in my like top five eliminations. Yeah, the first time he did the elimination, he destroyed it. It was one of the most yep. jaw dropping efforts ever. At the same time, uh, Leroy wasn't going against bananas because Nani was stuck on the pole, so we didn't really have a reference point for him going against someone else. And I think Leroy faced the person who was most well built to beat him in this elimination. Absolutely. And they get going, and TJ tells them that the path this time is two times longer, and it did look two times longer, and there are three times yeah. more bumps. I don't know if there were three times more bumps, but it was definitely two times longer. It they definitely looked two times harder. They get going, and they're both going like pew, pew, pew. They're just hitting it yeah. back and forth. Uh, what's crazy is that they're both going at about the same pace. The only difference is that Leroy's getting like an extra one to two inches every pump and then over time that adds up i bet it does for cam yeah 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 for sure (laughs) you can definitely tell dude this man his stroke game is incredible dude he comes back there was never Uh, any doubt what's funny is that he gets to the end of the first part and he has i want to say like five feet on jay maybe four feet yeah uh and then he goes backwards and somehow he goes faster backwards. I didn't understand, like, because backwards is the harder part of that, I think. I don't know. Uh, it's it's a less natural motion. And yeah. he's, just, he's just going backwards like crazy. The crowd collectively, their jaws dropped. Uh, at one point, well, near I the, did. Yeah. I mean, I just like it was in the mask. It's just one of those things where, like, Leroy himself is so docile most of the time. He's just a really easygoing guy that when he pulls off these, like, oh, my God, he would literally be air, like, like these, like, moments of, like, strength that no one else could do. He's just like, yeah. wow, okay. Bodied it. Putting this in my brain. Never want to see this dude down here in my nope. life. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. I also think it would have been interesting to see, it, um, like, Casey versus Teresa down there. Yeah, that, that would have been a good elimination. Uh, it, it, I, I never even considered that until like right now until you said it. But yeah, that would have been a good elimination. I don't. I think Casey yeah. probably would win because Casey has like more upper body strength and stuff like that. Uh, would have been a good elimination, though. Uh, then yeah, Teresa carries those kids around all the time. That's so, true. Mom, strength, body is power- strength. Mom strength is powerful. Yeah. Not, not that I think, you know, no offense, Mama Sin, but I don't really know if she could... You could on there and be Casey. Uh, the, at the end, though, um, like, Leroy gets caught up at one point on a bump for... It was probably only, like, five or ten seconds because, as we find out later on, Leroy completed the giant course in under a minute, uh, which yeah. is 
ridiculous because when the women went, it felt like they were going for like, you know, 20 minutes or something like that. Uh, Yeah. I wasn't super shocked that it was such a short elimination only because I, I sort of thought, uh, given the amount of like drama that was shown this episode, I was like, I, I swear if I have to wait till next week for the elimination, because, you know, sometimes production does that where it's like, they're like, here's a bunch of drama and a bunch of stuff that happens. And they're like, so f- wait till next week and then you'll see the elimination. And I was like, I, I ooh, don't make me. But it that was, was one minute. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, Lyra gets caught up at one point near the end. And in that moment, we see Jade trucking, trying his best to catch up. Uh, Leroy keeps calm, gets over the hump, wins the elimination uh, by about like 10, 15 feet. And it's yeah. still a good mark. I mean, Jay had a good loss because, you know, he was considering how fast Leroy was going really good. But you could see Jay in his mind was like, I literally went as fast as I could. I never yeah. hit a bump. I was never impeded the entire time I went. And this guy beat me by like 10, 15 feet. I think it was also maybe a height advantage for Leroy. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're not that much. I mean, maybe there's like, what, two inches in height between them? Well, it's like, what, two inches? So we'll do a yeah. lot for you. No, I mean, yeah. It... <laughs> I mean, we're talking. I, I mentioned I, the competition. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Let's not let's not get anything mixed up about my my preferences. <laughs> in life. No, yeah, I mean, Leroy Again, is sorry, just, mom. Leroy is just built in such a way that like he just has a lot of like his ability to exert power. Yeah, is ridiculous. Uh, his and... focus is always there. You know, like right before they did it, he was like he was he was pumping himself up. He's like he doesn't want it as bad as you do. You want it. Yeah, I mean, because like, that Jay... really makes a difference. Jay never stopped. He never, like, he never hit a speed bump. He never was, like, gassed out. He just kept going, and it sucks to go as fast as you possibly can, do the best you possibly can, and still get kind of smoked. I mean, that's heartbreaking. It reminded me. Gather second place. Yeah, and two-man competition. TJ, after the fact, is like, yeah, sorry, Jay. Nobody's beating him in that. Uh, He didn't stand a chance. It reminded uh, I, me of uh, Gauntlet Two when Alton climbs the cargo net, like in like two seconds, and Adam King, who's like a good climber, gets like demolished and just smoked. And TJ is like, uh, "Yeah, man, people aren't supposed to climb a net that fast." I, I, I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> uh, I have nothing else to say, but wow. <laughs> It was that type of moment. Uh, this is Leroy's ninth career elimination win. He ties Nelson and Derek Kay for third among males. Uh, he has a skull. He chooses to stick with Casey because he knows that stability. He yeah. knows that he could get his partner stolen at any time either. So don't go with Cam just yet. It also might not be their last eliminations either. Teresa gets Corey as a partner. Uh, Jay is gone. And I don't feel bad for Jay at all. I think a lot of people online are going to blame Teresa. In reality, like, you're a victim of your own passivity, in my opinion. I mean, Jay definitely could have, like, stuck up for himself with people that are supposed to be his friends. You know? Like, he could have been like, Corey, like, I wanted to tell you, but 
you know, I have my loyalty toward my partner. And in the end, that's probably something that Corey would have done too. He put himself in a tough position. Uh, yeah. His name is Jay, but he was acting like Silent Bob when it mattered most. <laughs> he is just like, again, it. I know that a lot of people like him on social media and stuff like that, but that was bad gameplay, in my opinion. And it's going to hurt him next season as well, because now people yeah. might look at Jay as someone they can't trust. And Teresa's probably never coming back to the challenge because she's pregnant and she's having uh, labrum surgery or like has like a torn shoulder this season, apparently. And is still competing well, so like he he might be dealing with the repercussions for another year or two on this show. Yeah. Meanwhile, Teresa's just she's playing the game for herself. She has Corey, who in some ways is like a little bit of an upgrade of, uh, as a partner. Cursed Corey and toxic Teresa. I do like that Corey's on his fourth partner already, and he could still get more. I know he's almost got you know. More partners than baby mamas from MTV. <laughs> hey L- Little side note that's inconsequential to this episode of the challenge. Uh, Corey's baby mama Taylor is like banned from MTV because of tweets she had back in the day. Uh, I would really like the child that Corey has with her uh, to be featured on Team Mom, except they used Nelson as the mom role in that show. <laughs> So they film all the scenes where it's just Corey and Nelson as in like a My Two Dads type of thing. <laughs> I, Nelson really might be my favorite team mom. Yeah. I would also like them to get Kyle and Melissa on the show as well. I know Kyle has a girlfriend, but, you know, him and Melissa are endgame for me. I, I think that, that one day they will end up together. There's just something about them. They just, I don't know. The way she she rode for him, the way he was just tall for her. It was it, it was a real good combo. Oh, I, I'm so team Melissa. And I know, you know, given past seasons for hers, I have a pretty good shot with her. So yeah. <laughs> we could tone each other's hair. We could have a sleepovers. <laughs> I'd be a better baby daddy than whoever Vienna's dad is. Yeah, I'm not even gonna mention him. Uh, so, what would you rate the episode? What was your overall thoughts on it? Um, I want to give it seven and a half out of eight of Nam's abs. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's wow. but it's all because of the elimination. It was a good elimination. I'm gonna give it six point two five Nam abs out of eight. I thought it was a good episode. Okay. I thought it was very Teresa centered. When I wrote my recap of it. Uh, <laughs> Like, three out of the ten things were Teresa-oriented, and it's just... She's yeah. been the star of the show the last two weeks. It's undeniable. I just had to, like, just copy the name Teresa for my recap and just hit paste a bunch of times. <laughs> like that's what, that, that's literally one of my titles. It's <laughs> Teresa, Teresa, Teresa. <laughs> Double agents, Teresa, and her partner, Teresa. Uh, going towards next week, we are going to get a what looks like a mud pit daily challenge where there's like a pole wrestle type thing going on where whoever like there's probably gonna be like five poles in the mud and then whoever doesn't get one is knocked out and then another round and another round with the men and the yeah. women. And I think CT gets mad at Big T because Big T's small and she's probably not going to do that well in it. And what did, what did you want from her in that? I <laughs> She's so little. <laughs> 
he wanted a new partner. That's what he wanted, and it sucks. But well, this, I mean, their relationship was on the highest of highs, and it's it's slowly going down. Yeah, I I think it's a lot of um, CT wondering if he's ever going to get a chance to to go in and get his skull. There are, I think, uh, based on stuff that's been posted on like Cam and Leroy's social media. I believe their plan was to not let CT ever go into elimination. Which is wild that they let Fessy go in. I want to see Fessy versus CT. That's what I want. I mean, they're not afraid of Fessy in a final, necessarily. They're afraid of CT in anything. Well, as they should be. Fessy's, <laughs> like, looking at gas out again. He's, it was he's, a... got, he's got Tyree in a final written all over him. <laughs> He was doing okay in the final last season, and you know, snow isn't good for big men. That's like historically a thing. He was he was killing the final until day two in the snow, where your body really just starts to break down. Oh my! Just again, laughing in Canadian. Come on, I just did like several several mile hikes in the snow. Canadians don't count. You're, that's not that's not a real thing. <laughs> what do you mean? There was at least one Canadian on the challenge. War of the Worlds? One? Oh, Shailene. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Evan. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, there was a Canadian. Uh, well, I, I try not to discuss him given his uh, yeah. legal past. Yeah. Uh, so, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Yeah. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple iTunes if you got that. CaffeineConfessionals.com. Follow Nikki on Twitter at the Nikki Sin at Instagram at the Nikki Sin at the Nikki Sin.com yeah. is her website. Follow <laughs> me at the Alan Aguirre on Twitter. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Kathy, we're gonna have a video talking about the best Big Brother seasons to watch for new viewers coming out soon. Uh, some other good stuff. Have a great day. Heck yes, thanks for listening.